This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 158. I'm James L. Rubart, but please call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead, Jr. And I am Brian Burney. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about everything you wanted to know, but were afraid to ask about Amazon book ads. And to help us with that is our special guest, who you just heard from briefly, Brian Burney. Brian is a former Vatican secret archives employee, and I'm already wanting to know more about him just from that. And he is now a best-selling author under multiple pen names. He blogs for writers and self-publishers at Author Tech and is the co-founder of Book Ads, which is an agency that helps authors advertise their books through AMS, which stands for Amazon Marketing Service, and BookBub Ads. So, Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. It's a great honor to be here. So tell us, uh, for those of us uh, who just tuned in uh, and are new to this idea of ads on Amazon, what is an Amazon ad and are there different kinds? So yeah, uh, in general, the uh, the idea is uh, very similar to Facebook ads, uh, meaning uh, the possibility to advertise your product on one of the largest internet websites uh, on earth, basically, uh, so Facebook or Amazon. But technically, there is a very, very big and significant difference. Now, on Facebook, people are usually looking at cat videos or pictures of their friends. And if we advertise a book to them, we are technically interrupting them. So we are doing what is technically called interruption marketing. So they might not be in the mood for reading, but here they are presented with one of, uh, of our ads. Whereas in Amazon, people are usually already primed to buy. So they are on Amazon because they are in a buying mode, they are in a purchasing mode. And if they, for our cases in the authors, they are, um, they are looking for a new read, a new book to purchase. And if we present him with the right ad, uh, for our book at the right time, then that's invaluable because it's uh, that that's really what differentiates the two platforms. It's like the difference between a television ad that's interrupting the show you want to watch and an advertisement in the store uh, telling you why a certain brand of toilet paper that you're about to buy is on sale or is better than the others. If I'm in the store buying toilet paper, it's a lot easier for them to convince me to buy their brand of toilet paper than it is for me to see a TV commercial about toilet paper. Uh, so in that way, it's a much more cost-effective form of advertising, which is one of the things I really like about Amazon ads. Uh, so why are, they, I, I know Amazon ads have been growing in popularity. Everyone's been talking about them. Why are they getting so much more popular? What's What's been changing? Well, Amazon has been uh, rolling out a few updates in the past month or so. And uh, a lot of people before these updates were were saying AMS is dead, Amazon ads are dead, uh, don't focus on them anymore, a bit like Facebook ads. But by rolling out these updates, Amazon has showed us that they really believe in this platform and they're giving us more and more tools to, uh, to actually check and check the performance of our ads and to actually make them even better. So... Uh, I mean, indie authors love these uh, these kinds of ads because mostly because what I've just said about fa the difference with Facebook, but also because uh, they allow us to have really, really prime real estate in uh, in book pages on Amazon. 
That's right. Not just book pages, but also search pages, which is what I really like. Somebody does a search for, you know, the romance book. Your book could be at the very top of that search if you buy an ad. Uh, But you're right. It is. Some people are like, oh, it's Amazon ads don't work anymore or they didn't work for me. Therefore, they don't work for anyone, which I think is a a real classic mistake. You never want to look at a data point of just one person. There's a Yogi Berra quote that's no one goes to that restaurant anymore. It's too crowded. And I think that that's uh, applies a little bit to Amazon ads. Nobody buys Amazon ads uh, (laughs) anymore. They're too popular. And the, the reality is, is that Amazon ads, they're getting more expensive because they're getting more popular. And uh, it's in some ways, there's more competition than there used to be. Uh, so walk us through the process. An author wants to experiment with uh, advertising on Amazon to boost their book sales. Uh, what, what does that process look like? <laughs> Definitely. So the first step is to go to advertising.amazon.com. And that is actually one of the recent updates because the platform used to be called AMS, Amazon Marketing Services, but Amazon has rebranded it recently and is now calling it advertising, Amazon advertising. So the first step is to go on that site, log in and and create an account. If you are an author and you are published through KDP, obviously, then you can already have access to Amazon. It will log in through your Author Central account. And then you are presented with a choice, basically, which is one of the most important choices. And that is between the two types of ads. On the one hand, what are called sponsored product ads, and on the other, product display ads. Now, the difference between these two is uh, is more or less significant, uh, meaning that the first ones, the sponsored product ads, place your ad in very specific places. (laughs) So for example, like you said, in search results on book pages under the famous also bought carousel, there is another carousel, which is only made up of ads. And recently Amazon is experimenting and is putting these ads in new places. And I think this is a way of them, a way for them to test what, what the actual best position is for these ads. So these are the sponsored product ads and are commonly also referred to as keyword ads. And the other side of the coin is the product display ads. And these are generally a bit more difficult to uh, to master and have been so for, for a long time. But that is because, in my opinion, this is the most important type of advertising you can possibly get from Amazon because these ads show exactly under the buy button on the competitor books page, but also in the famous Kindle lock screen. So as you can understand, if you can get your book in, uh, in, you know, in full view in front, of, uh, in front of a reader who likes one of your competitors, that is, uh, that is absolutely invaluable. Especially for fiction, I can imagine that being amazing. If you're on somebody's Kindle and with just a couple of touches, they've purchased your book and are reading it. That That's magic right there from a marketing perspective. Brian, we uh, have a lot of authors that are listening right now and they're saying, gosh, just give us some basics. What are the best practices, three or four things when it comes to creating these Amazon ads? What would you encourage authors to do? So in my opinion, the best way is to always have an experimenting mindset. So don't give up, first of all, after you've done three or four ads. Um, 
but also 10, but also 20. So keep experimenting. Don't, it, there's no need to, to invest a big budget in these ads when you're starting out. Just keep experimenting. So keep trying different things, change one thing at a time and see what is moving the needle a little bit more and focus on that. That's in general. But if, if you want some very, very specific, um, specific tips, my number one tip would be for sponsored product ads, don't limit yourself to a few keywords. Now, a mistake I see a lot of authors make is they select 20, 30, even 100 keywords because in their opinion, there, there aren't any more keywords that define their book and that would make it searchable for other readers. But Amazon has given us the possibility to have up to a thousand keywords. So why not utilize all of this uh, that Amazon has, has given us? So in my opinion, even if you think something is not exactly super related to your book, throw it in there. You can always tweak later and, uh, and check the performance of that keyword. That's, that's my number one tip. The second tip is actually, again, connected to the, uh, to the new updated Amazon has just made, and that's uh, the use of auto-targeting. I mean, auto-targeting has been has been there for quite a while, but it's has really improved, I have seen with my clients with the new update. So don't be afraid to use it. A lot of people say, ah, auto-targeting doesn't work. Try it. And again, don't invest a lot in it, but try it and see if it's working or not for you. Don't be afraid to to use this platform. The it, the approach that you're talking about, and I really want to underscore this because this is really key. The mindset that we need to have as we approach Amazon ads is one of a scientist conducting experiments. No one knows what's going to work. And some books will perform better than others because of how good the cover is and how good the Amazon page is. One of the fundamentals of good advertising is to have a good product. And by that, I don't mean that it's well-written because people don't buy the book based off whether it's well-written, but whether it's well-presented. If it looks like the kind of book someone would want to buy that fits their expectation of what the ads are um, making a promise. So you're making a beginning of a promise with the ad, your book page needs to deliver on that promise. Uh, but the other thing that's really good, and I really like that you're talking about this, is kind of experimenting with it, right? Get lots of ad uh, keywords. Why? To see which ones work. <laughs> and so if a keyword's not working and you're spending a lot of money on it, it's not bringing in sales, you can pause that keyword and you may be surprised at phrases that perform well that you didn't think would perform well, which is why you want to try lots and lots of different uh, keywords. Yeah, of course, and uh, and also another thing that I was uh, I was gonna say is that uh, um, even though Amazon recently updated their their platform, whatever you do, never ever base your judgment on the AMS, the old AMS or now Amazon advertising dashboard, because that is the most unreliable uh, piece of soft software that uh, I have ever found. So. Always base your judgment on uh, your KDP dashboard when it comes to sales and page reads. Brian, what are realistic expectations on how well an ad will work? In other words, give us a little bit of an ROI feel for authors that are saying, I've never done this before. I'm not sure what to expect. How much money should I budget to do this? And what kind of return, uh, what's the range of return I can expect on that money? So it, unfortunately, there's no right or wrong answer to this question, but it's uh, 
we can see, especially with uh, with my agency, we see a lot of trends, and uh, and that is exactly what what we can say. I mean, there's a difference, first of all, between fiction and nonfiction. Uh, in general, nonfiction tends to perform better on uh, on AMS ads or Amazon ads. Um, in general, a new book will perform better. So if people have never tried uh, Amazon ads before, then that is a very, very good indication for the Amazon algorithm. And Amazon tends to favor these new advertisers a lot. Um, in terms of investment, I would say start small, definitely. So I would say run a few campaigns at 2 or $3 per day because... Well, another thing that is really, really important is that unlike Facebook, Amazon is very lazy when it comes to spending your money. So if you have 10, for example, 10 campaigns at $5 each, you would think that you would be spending around $50 a day. But that is often not the case. Uh, as a matter of fact, is never the case. I've, I've rarely seen uh, a campaign maxing out its budget. So I would say... Uh, start very small just in case uh, but run as many ads as you can within your budget and if you have all the things in place like Thomas said your cover is good your blurb is, is good you've got reviews then you can expect very very healthy uh, returns on investment I mean I've seen books that go 400 500% return on investment within especially within the few period the few weeks when the the ads start because uh, like i said that's when the algorithm sort of kicks in and and gives you gives you the most love uh, what tools do you recommend to make advertising easier like keyword research that sort of thing what are you using when you're putting together an amazon campaign so the first step i do is uh, is very manual um, when it comes to keywords, I look at the book page and I look in the also boards. I, I look in the, in the reviews, if I can spot anything, um, recently Amazon has rolled out, um, review keyword functionality, uh, where they show the keywords that are mentioned the most in the reviews. So that's another source of keywords for me, but, um, really a game changer has been the, the, the software by Dave Chess and KDP Rocket, because it has recently, well, about five or six months ago, rolled out a functionality where it can basically, with a click of a button, find thousands upon thousands of Amazon keywords. Uh, so I, I really recommend that. But also, um, you know, try to think a bit out of the box. Don't uh, limit yourself to what your usual, what your book is usually referred to as. So, for example, uh, don't write just uh, as keywords thriller or um, conspiracy thriller you know try and 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 be a bit more creative with your keywords because like i said you've got thousands upon thousands of possibilities that you can use if you create more than one campaign so um you know try to exploit them and leverage them as much as possible but yeah my top recommendation would probably be kdp rocket by dave chesson and we will have a link to that in the show notes. If you just scroll down in your app, you can click to go straight to KDP Rocket. I've heard good things about KDP Rocket. I've played with it a little bit myself. It's a very impressive platform. What are some of the common mistakes that you see authors make with their ads? What are what are the big mistakes to avoid? 
So the first mistake is something that we've already talked about and is not having your fundamentals in place. So each ad on Amazon ads is made up of three parts mainly. The first being the cover. So your cover has to be good. The second being the number of reviews. I generally recommend or what I've seen work the best is uh, upwards of 10 is, is usually better. And the third element is a short 150 character ad copy, which is up to you to create, obviously. So, but the fundamentals really need to be in place. And, and again, that's the cover, the, the book blurb, because when somebody clicks on the ad, the next thing they see is, uh, is your book description and the reviews. Those, that's the main mistake. People trying to advertise a book that is, uh, that is impossible to market, really. So I've seen that a lot. Um, in the agency I run. The second uh, mistake is, again, uh, something that we said before, is not utilizing all of the ad types that Amazon is, is giving us. So not only between sponsored products and product display, but also within sponsored products, the automatic targeting, the suggested keyword targeting. And uh, uh, recently, Amazon has rolled out like I said, a few updates, and we now have the possibility to use negative keywords. We have the possibility to target broadly or with exact match. So like I said, really experiment. Use all of these types of ads and, and then judge um, judge what is, uh, what is working for you. Another mistake um, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of authors make is Something that was uh, kind of a, a legend that was going around in forums and on blogs that Amazon ads are more or less set and forget. And that is completely a mistake. And that is very, very far from the truth. So I'm not saying you should be on Amazon ads all day, keeping on refreshing your stats. But I would say at least three or four times a week, you should go in and uh, and check if if anything else to to evaluate what you've done i'm like i said amazon is very lazy when it comes to spending money but uh if you keep on checking you can at least make make decisions of uh, on uh, what you got to do going forward and i just want to underline the adding of negative keywords is really a big deal it's key and if you don't know what a negative keyword is if you're doing a um ad on a key phrase uh, it's a if they include this word don't display the ad. So if your book is erotica uh, and you're advertising on romance, you would, may want to add a negative keyword for Christian. Because the kind of person typing in Christian romance is, a, is less likely to want to be buying erotica and you'd be wasting your money advertising in front of them. Or if your book is paid, a classic negative keyword is free, right? So if you have a historical fiction, you may want to add a negative keyword for free. So somebody's searching for free historical fiction, they're not coming to your book because you don't want to pay to advertise to people who are looking for a free book. And uh, that is any kind of advertising platform without negative keywords. Often you waste a lot of money advertising to people who are not likely buyers. And the whole idea is that you want to be advertising to people who are the most likely to buy. Are there people doing a search for Christian romance who might go on and buy erotica? Sure, those people exist, but it's not worth it financially typically to advertise to try to find the, you know that small percentage. And, and negative keywords really help you 
get the best bang for your buck uh, from your ads and help make the ads more relevant for end users too. Just like there's there's no excuse that there was ever a time when Amazon didn't support uh, <laughs> negative keywords, but uh, we, we applaud them adding them now. Uh, Brian, what other changes have you seen in ads over the last year or so? What are some other changes to the platform and what do you see being changed moving forward? So I have seen a lot of changes, um, not as many as Facebook rolls out because Facebook is, uh, is basically changing its advertising platform more or less every week. But I've seen a lot of changes, meaning that, I mean, Amazon is really investing in this platform. They really believe in it. And this absolutely proves wrong people that say Amazon ads are dead because if Amazon is making these changes, they're rolling out new uh, functionalities. It means they really believe in this platform, especially for authors, because we've got to remember that Amazon ads in general have been going for for years now um, for other vendors on Amazon. For authors, they are quite new, but Amazon has a lot of experience advertising for other vendors I don't know, for people selling T-shirts or baseball caps. So the knowledge they have with those people can and will be transferred to indie authors. So again, now is absolutely the time to to jump on on the on the Amazon ads uh, bandwagon. But I've seen in general negative and positive keywords. Uh, sorry, changes and. <laughs> I I, uh, I got mixed up. Uh, I've seen in general negative and uh, and positive uh, changes. The the negative ones can be referred back to the fact that yes, the platform is getting more competitive. The clicks are getting more expensive. But when you look at it as a whole, you know, you if you look at the big picture, then you can see that within the indie author community, I would say less than ten percent. Of, of authors are using Amazon ads. So there is there is a lot of room at the top still. <laughs> so uh, so that's my view on uh, on the uh, on the market getting more competitive. But there are also positive changes. Like I said, Amazon is investing a lot in this uh, in this platform and uh, and customers are starting to to trust the ads a little bit more whereas before they would be a bit blind to to the ads meaning that whenever they saw something with the little word sponsored under it they would steer clear from it but now they trust that it's something that Amazon suggests for their own good if you will so if it matches their interests so people are getting more and more used to to clicking on these ads. So yeah, it's uh, it's an evolving platform and it has a lot of potential. And the other thing that's important to underline is that these advertising on, on Amazon as well as on Google and Facebook, it's all an auction. So the more people who are advertising, the more expensive any individual ad is and the more expensive an individual click is. And so when somebody is telling you, oh, Amazon ads are dead, but what they're not telling you is that they're still advertising on Amazon themselves. Really, they're just not wanting you bidding against them. (laughs) There's a a bit of a conflict of interest there. So uh, this is something you want to keep in mind is who is giving you advice and, and why are they giving you that advice? So if somebody tells you Amazon ads are dead, ask them if they have stopped advertising on Amazon. And I will say, Some books just aren't a good fit for the market for one reason or another. And advertising isn't going to fix that. 
if your book is has bad product market fit, when people could visit your book page, they're not convinced to buy, bringing more people to your book page isn't going to make you get you more sales. But if your book has great product market fit and what is missing is the fact that people aren't aware of it, then advertising can be an incredibly lucrative way of drawing people to your a book page, but it can be very humbling because you think it has good product market fit because all your friends who read it told you it was great. And then you advertise to a bunch of strangers and they will click the ad and they visit the page and then they don't go on to buy it. You're like, oh, but I thought it was a good book. And just realize that this is a journey and you can always do better with your next book. And some, And just because ads aren't working for this book doesn't mean they won't work for the next book potentially. Uh, Brian, before we go, uh, tell us a little bit about the Indie Author Summit. What is it and why should people come? Yeah, it's uh, an online event, 100% online, uh, that I have organized um, with a few people on my team. And basically, it's aimed at people who have never written a novel before and really want to do so. <laughs> so they have kept a manuscript in, uh, in the digital drawer or in the physical drawer for a long time. And it's basically a series of conferences that take you step by step from um, from no idea to published and marketed novel. It's uh, it's happening these days um, online at indienovelistsummit.com. And uh, we've got a lot of guests, over 30 speakers, including our very own Thomas here. And uh, and yeah, I would uh, I would love if you could join us. That's right. And I'm not the only person speaking. There's also uh, Joanna Penn, who you may know from, uh, we've interviewed her. She's a, a friend of the show and one of our uh, favorite guests. And Adam Croft, Jennifer Jennifer Blanchard, Dave Chesson, Alex Newton, who uh, has come on the show, C.S. Lincoln. So I do encourage you, it, it, going to these online summits can be a lot cheaper than going to an in-person summit. So you don't have to pay for a hotel. You don't have to pay for airfare. And it's often a lot of the same speakers, sometimes even more. But don't sign up if you're not going to go to the sessions. <laughs> it's only as valuable as what you're willing to put in. And so if you're going to sign up, do yourself a favor and actually watch the trainings go through, take notes. Uh, you reap what you sow. And this is a great opportunity to learn a lot if you're willing to put in the time. James Scott Bell has been a guest. Uh, basically, it's like a who's who of uh, guests from Novel Marketing will be <laughs> speaking. So we do encourage you uh, to check it out. And we will have a link to that in the show notes if any of you uh, want uh, to learn more about the Indie uh, Author Summit. Uh, Brian, where can people find out more about you? So I blog for authors at authorstech.com, as in technology. And my ads agency is bookads.co, not .com, .co. And, and I will say I was shocked at what you were charging uh, in the business world for advertising uh, to hire an agency to run an ad campaign. The minimum is typically $500 a month. I know uh, the company that I worked with, we wouldn't touch an ad campaign where they were spending less than $500 a month with us, not counting the ads uh, that they were spending <laughs> that, that they're actually buying. So uh, I know your price point's a lot lower than that. And I'm still not entirely sure how you make a business of that. But I know that authors can't afford $500 a month or more. The explanation to this is all locked up in the vault at the Vatican Secret Archives. There you go. <laughs> they learn all kinds of secrets you learn there. So anyway, I, I applaud you for trying to uh, make this work. I thought about starting this business of doing Amazon ads, but there was just no way I'd be able to do it at a price point that would make sense for authors. So anyway, I, I applaud your attempts there. And uh, we do appreciate having you on the Novel Marketing Podcast. Thanks, guys. It's been a great honor. My pleasure. 
Our featured patron today, uh, these are on a rotation, and the featured patron today is quite apropos to have a guest in from uh, Italy. Uh, our featured patron is Lucia's Renaissance by C.I. Peterson. Jim? This is a novel of 16th century Italy. Heresy is fatal in late Renaissance Italy, so only a suicidal zealot would so much as whisper the name of Martin Luther. But after Luther's ideas ignite a young girl's faith, she must choose abandon her beliefs, or risk her life in the turbulent world of late 16th century Italy. And if you want to check out that book, we will have the link in the show notes. And our sponsor, Thomas, for this episode is my book, Progress, which is an extremely powerful and clear way to show off your book's progress. So if somebody comes to your site, they want to know how you're coming along on that book, where it's at in the process, this is the perfect way to do it. So you put this on your website, it keeps readers more engaged with you, and it also is a motivational tool because it helps you write faster because you know you're going to be giving the reports and it's like, oh my gosh, I got I to get uh, my word count up so I can report on my progress. And it also will help you grow your email list. You can learn all about it at mybookprogress.com. And Thomas, talk to us. I know we've been talking about the baby. Talk to us about the baby just real quick. So uh, as of this recording, there's still no baby. We have heard from the uh, doctor that if the baby is not here on October 14th, we will induce or they will induce labor. So we are within a week uh, in change as we record this of actually having a baby and it's actually going to be real. I, I'm really nervous. I'm not going to lie, but I'm also very excited. So the, the baby cometh. Uh, so if I don't respond to emails, that's, that's going to be why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Speaking of kids, I hear your son's back from Europe. Yeah, he um, actually, by the time this airs, he will have returned. So he's, as we're recording this, he's still four days out. But he and his wife, Allison, after hitting uh, 21 countries, 52 cities, is finally returning. And he's getting back here just in time for our fall Rubart Writing Academy. So excited to see him after after five months. Yeah, perfect for our international Italy-Europe uh, episode. Your son returns from Europe. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and he was in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We should have had him go to Brian with a, with a microphone. We could have recorded him live in person. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, you have been listening to James L. Rubart, Thomas Umstead Jr., and of course, Brian Burney on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you innovative ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing online, offline, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.